gentlemen, to this week's episode of the Vampire Movie Club. I am your host, Shannon, and today we have a whole house full of guests. Jordan. Bryn. Bailey. Steven. Annie. Fran. Katie. Efesio. Cool! We have a whole collection of people today, and we watched the 2000 movie The Little Vampire, starring Jonathan Lipnicki in his totally, like, he gets top billing as a 10-year-old. That (laughs) bullshit. Cool. Um, Today's question, we will start this way, and we're going to go with, uh, since it's 2000, were you Team Backstreet Boys or Team NSYNC, or who's your favorite Spice Girl? Can I answer both? Yes. Okay. So, I thought I was, you know, pro BBS Backstreet Boys. Uh-huh. Yeah, Backstreet Boys. Like, I don't I, think you need to define yeah. that for anyone. I know, no, but I, I'm just saying, like, I, I thought I was. But then, like, I put on a playlist of stuff so I can um, jam out on a road trip, mm-hmm. and all of it was in sync. I had two Backstreet Boys songs, so I think I'm more of an in sync fan than I am mm. a Backstreet Boys fan. Okay. So I would say in sync and Baby Spice because she's adorable. She is pretty cute. <laughs> well. Uh, I had cassette tapes of both InSync and Backstreet Boys. However, I do think my Backstreet Boys one got more use because that is the one I got first. Oh, okay. So, Hmm. I like them both, but they're special because that was the first cassette tape I ever got. Aww. their original album yes. cassette tape, which until I got a new car, that was in my car. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, my first cassette tape was most certainly Weird Al Yankovic uh, uh, and Gangster's Paradise. Uh, no, wonderful. Amish Paradise. Yeah, it was really good. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. it was and really cool. My favorite Spice Girl, whenever we would play Spice Girls when I was, you know, in second grade, I was always Baby Spice. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Um, I would have to say I am fully Team Backstreet Boys. Um, Millennium was just one of the best albums ever, and I listened to it, it on repeat <laughs> and repeat. Oh, yeah. That cassette tape so no longer functions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm going to answer my Spice Girls question first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I emotionally relate to Ginger and Scary, okay. uh, but when singing along, it's always sporty because okay. she has all the fun, like, breakaway stuff. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC is actually, like, one of the only things he and I argue about, so this is going to be quite interesting. I'm definitely team NSYNC, um, and I even got to see them twice in concert. Oh, oh. Like, uh, like, like currently, or, like, back then? Back then. Ah, okay, um, no, they're not, it's Backstreet Boys yeah. who got back together, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. And NSYNC, I, I saw them at the Western oh, Idaho Fair, and that was, like, the summer, oh. like, a month after their single hit, and so they were, like, still fresh and new, and I was, like, fifth row. And, and they came to Idaho? Yes. Holy moly. It was amazing. Backstreet Boys were the first year of the Boise Music Festival. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Brian wasn't there. It was just yeah. four of them. Oh my goodness. But yeah. they it was can't, awesome. We can't get Florence in the Machine, but we can get freaking like new Backstreet Boys. Yeah. What the nonsense is this? Yeah. But I yeah. was always very team and uh, sync because on a technical level, I feel like their skill level is. <laughs> Steven is dying, which is why we're laughing. They do better um, harmonies, and they even did some, like, acapella tracks, which Backstreet Boys was never brave enough to try. Oh! Ooh. Seriously. I feel like Steven is going to explode right now. Would you like to chime in, my love? So... Can we handle this right now? So welcome to the That's... Boy Band Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if he says 98 degrees, we're going <laughs> to... He's going to say, oh, Joe! Oh, 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 o
It, <laughs> no, my my list was my list was um, Backstreet Boys, O Town, and <gasps> then uh, Spice Girls. Actually, so nice. <laughs> they were the best boy band. <laughs> they were, they were the best boy band. Oh, um, yeah. Spice Girls. Um, I I like sporty. Um, okay. I was a sporting fan. Um, but Backstreet Boys all the way. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and even some of their newer stuff, their newer stuff is great too. Um, uh, much better than y- the stuff that NSYNC is currently putting out. Am I right? <laughs> uh, two words, Justin Timberlake. I'm like, Justin Timberlake is like way on it, guys. Um, yeah. Um, if Beyonce was whole enough to like, um, Come back with the Des- with Destiny's Child. Yeah. Destiny's Timberlake should be humble enough to come back with Instinct. Yes, oh. I'm, I'm saying this as an Instinct. I mean, we don't know that it's not a conversation that's happening. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe well. Lance Bass is still trying to go to space. He might be. He might. Maybe he, Especially he, now that there's like the private companies and not just the like government companies that are doing space work. Is this too much for you, Brian? I don't understand anything. <laughs> Does anybody remember that reality show where they like made a boy band? Yeah, that's how O Town. Wasn't there another one that it put together? Y Town? <laughs> <laughs> Dream Street. Yeah. Um, was, that, was that a reality yeah. TV competition? I have no thing? clue. Because I know that, I think Those that was the one I where Jessica McCartney is from. Like, that <laughs> boy band he was from. Mm. What? Oh! I didn't know who's from boy band. Oh my gosh, come on, guys, who? do your research. Oh, okay, no, I know who that is, but I, I always forget to put those two together, because mm-hmm. every now and then I'll be going about my business and I'll be like, oh yeah, Dream Street existed. The other day <laughs> yeah. I was driving along and I was like, Sean Paul had a song! Who is Sean Paul? Why do I remember this? I love oh Sean Paul. God. I can't handle this. Um, well, Miss Bailey, who is new to our podcast, do you have a favorite 90s boy band? Uh, <laughs> or a current one? I have my favorite Spice Girl, though. Okay, I would love to hear it. Uh, My favorite Spice Girl is Baby Spice. Nice. She's the cute one. Bryn, are you okay? I, wow. Um, So, I can't answer the Backstreet Boys or the Insane question because I was 100% listening to Pantera at the time. Uh, I was 1 million percent an emo kid, so I don't know... The only Backstreet Boy songs I know are because of a Venti O. It's the only reason I know any of the words to any of the songs. Oh my it's God. amazing. <laughs> it's because of you. Really? <laughs> I feel so honored. <laughs> and I don't really have a favorite Spice Girl because, again, um, Pantera. Um, but I... Um, when when folks were having that debate as I was walking down the halls of my high school, um, I would hear like, God, if she were a Spice Girl, she would totally be posh spice. Because everything I owned was black and yes. I one hundred percent had like like rusting beat word face all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So <laughs> that's my answer. So posh. So maybe posh? I don't know. I think I've heard nice. like one Spice Girl song ever, so <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Vencio, get on it. Okay. <laughs> you, 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 you only know Wannabe? That's the only song I know. That's the only Spice Girl song I know. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. That's okay. Pantera! Pantera! <laughs> Bryn, Bryn, and I mean, also to come to your, you know, aid or whatever. I'm, I'm, I, I, uh, whatever. I, or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. I, I was also at that time like listening to bands like Slipknot and, and, you, you know, rocking so your I'm, Nick Carter haircut. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. During this time, I was listening to Slipknot and Backstreet Boys. You know, I, I, them, I, so. that's amazing. You don't have to be multifaceted. I didn't have. I didn't have it. In Not in like... two thousand. <laughs> two thousand. You very distinctly you, had to. You had a click, out. and you stayed to it. But no, not I had me. one facet, and it was shadow. That's I all had I had <laughs> it was all like and typo negative. <laughs> yes. It was Pantera and typo negative because. It was an emo kid. Yes. That's my answer. Jordan? Uh, I have never thought about the Spice Girls that much, so I don't have a favorite. And I feel like I am in the same boat as uh, Bryn here, where everyone was kind of just geeking out at the same time. And I'm like, I don't ever, I've never given these two bands that much thought. Like, <laughs> and I was thinking about, uh, I don't know who sings it, but during Rocky Horror, they would be backstage singing. Uh, like to one of these bands mm-hmm. and they kept uh, re- replacing the words with fried rice. Hmm. Like, do you know what I'm talking about, friend? Like, no. I can't remember. Fried rice. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, what? And anyway, they were replacing. And so that's the only. Brynn knows it. I <laughs> no, I, I know which instance it you're talking about. Yeah. I have no idea what, got, what you're talking about. Oh man. It was uh, what's uh, the, uh, Frank Frederick. I'm spacing his name right now. Don. Don. Don, yeah, he would sing it like, and I'm just like, oh, your poor voice. You have to go out and sing like reels. You shouldn't like <laughs> you hurt should your vocal cords like now. that. But, huh. but no, I was I was like listening to ska music and going to like misfit <laughs> cover bands and garages in Twin Falls. And, yes. <laughs> like, I was uh, going to the Warp tour and things like that. So I just didn't. Oh, I didn't do any of those things. So, and I remember like going to the Warp tour in 2000 or 2001. And the radios being like, when did it become the Abercrombie and Fitch tour? Because like it was popular now to go to the mm-hmm. work tour, but like mm-hmm. when we were going, it was not popular, and everybody was just grungy and dirty. And like you go to see punk bands, and it was relatable. Fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then it became let's show off my new school clothes because summer's ending, and so mm-hmm. yes. I don't know. So I don't have a favorite. Sorry, that's, that's okay. My um, so I barely have a favorite. Uh, most certainly during high school, my favorite boy band would have been Fiona Apple, um, because I was all about her, and, like, just angsty chick music, and it was amazing. Um, it wasn't until later in college that I decided to like NSYNC, only because of Justin Timberlake, uh, and Dirty Pop. Nice. That's a good song. Right? Okay, but also Space Cowboy? I don't know that. That's not a thing I know about. I I know Dirty Pop and Justin Timberlake. So that is why I have chosen. If you asked me to name a Backstreet Boy right now, I would not know if I was telling you which one it it was in. Like, I barely know that Justin Timberlake is in NSYNC. I love NSYNC so much that my favorite Christmas album is the NSYNC Christmas album. And my favorite (laughs) version of Oh Holy Night is the NSYNC version. See, there you go. You guys are, what are you whispering about? Well, we're, I was naming all the um, Backstreet Boys. Oh, so can you name them? There's um, Brian, Nick, I can't Kevin, even picture any of them. AJ, and Howie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then in sync, we have Justin, JC, Lance, um, Joey. Joey. And, and Chris. And Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are things Backstreet I did not Boys even know. were at the end of uh, This is the End, right? Yes. It okay. was the Backstreet Boys at the end of This is the End. Have you guys seen that? It's really yeah. funny. It's anyway, really quality movie. You know, it's this, hilarious. The Backstreet Boys were in an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and they were playing basketball, and they drank like this like potion. Oh thing, yeah! And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we can be a boy band. That's like, amazing. <laughs> I forgot about this. That's hilarious. Um, uh, I am gonna go with. I don't have a favorite Spice Girl, except when I did Annie my senior year of high school. We all gave each other Spice Girls, 
and the only one that was left was Ginger Spice, and no one wanted to be her because she had just been in Playboy, and so I ended up being Ginger Spice. Because <laughs> um, I wanted red hair, and I liked corsets, and so I'm just like... What's wrong? Who cares if she's on in Playboy or whatever? And then none of the other girls would take Ginger. So I remember there was like a MTV thing where they were like, if you could be part of the Spice Girls, what would you be? And there was some guy up there, and he's like, I would be Gay Spice, and he like <laughs> really sold that he would be like this awesome addition to the Spice Girls as like the male Gay Spice. That's amazing. I'm ready for it. Get back together. <laughs> So we're talking about 2000. Uh, it's just a wonderful year of things that happened uh, because we watched The Little Vampire, uh, which is, hold on, I have information. Oh, see, I had to look up which one he was in. Oh, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> okay, we watched The Little Vampire. I had, I was second guessing myself where I'm like, I think... Shit, I'm gonna say it and then it's gonna be wrong. But for and real, then... which one is it? <laughs> it's insane. insane. Okay. Yeah. I had to look it up. I don't... This is so foreign to me. I like, don't know. Not... Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to be wrong on my own podcast. It's weird. <laughs> um, but it was directed by Yuli Edel. I'm gonna go with this. He is a German director who has directed an episode of Twin Peaks. Wow. And cool. an episode of um, Tales from the Crypt. And I love a lot that show. I loved Tales from the Crypt. Um, and it was written, there was a novel series called The Little Vampire by Angela Summer Bodenberg. And the screenplay was by Carrie Kirkpatrick. So there you go. None of these people are people I have ever heard of except for Jonathan Lipnicki and apparently the Borg Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Jonathan Lipnicki as Tony Thompson, number t- number one. I could not handle that this kid's name was Tony. I don't know why. I think yeah. it's like a kid's name being Herbert or something. But the whole time, I'm just like, well, I guess I guess they wouldn't necessarily call him Anthony. Anthony isn't necessarily a kid's name either. But I feel like Anthony is more of a kid name than Tony. Yeah. Tony is like a, you don't want, I don't know, man. You like, What's uh, up with Tony? Yeah. <laughs> You're a, a jewelry salesman in the Bronx or something. <laughs> um. We also have Richard E. Grant, who will play Dad Vampire. Uh, and I learned from the, like, two pieces of trivia on IMDb. So they're, the vampires come from the Skagville, no, Sackville Bag, mm-hmm. which is dumb because it's second Bag, but whatever. <laughs> um, clan of vampires. And they named him after Bilbo Baggins. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Sackville's the Hobbits or something. It's like Baggins, <laughs> it's Sackville. No, hold on one second. The, the Sackville Bagginses is where... Yeah, Sackville uh, Baggins is Bilbo's heritage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So there we go. We've <laughs> got that. Um, we've also got a guy named Jim Carter. We've got Alice Krieg, who plays Mom Vampire, who is the Borg Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Pamela Gidley as, like, Human Mom. <laughs> and Tommy Hinckley as... Human dad. Um, Bob. 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 Um, Anna Popwell, who apparently did, like, some Narnia stuff later. She's, mm-hmm. like, in all the Narnia movies that I haven't seen. Uh, Dean Cook. Isn't that a character in Harry Potter? Yeah, Probably. actually. Cool. Uh, so, Harry Potter is, Dean like, Thompson. the, like... Dean Thomas. Thomas. Dean Thomas. There yeah, you go. I was like, I don't know who the hell Dean Cook is. Okay, I made that up. We I'm sorry. sorry. This can't be a thing. We got um, he's, like, the angsty vampire brother... We have Rolo Weeks, who is Rudolph, who becomes mm-hmm. the friend. Uh, there's a bunch of people I've never heard of in mm-hmm. this movie. Besides the Borg Queen and Jonathan Lipnicki. Has anybody heard of anybody? Vampire Dad was in the Spice World movie. Oh, that's right. 
No, Vampire Dad looked really familiar, and apparently he was in an episode of uh, Doctor Who. Okay. And I don't remember which episode. That was just from IMDb, but I'm wondering if that's where I'm recognizing him from. Maybe. He's in three Um, episodes of Game of Thrones. And he's in some Game of Thrones episodes, yeah. And names that I don't recognize. Vampire Uh. Girl Child looked super familiar, and now that you say that she did Narnia movies, I understand why. Okay. There you go. She looked like a baby Cersei. She was the mm-hmm. eldest, the Narnia child. Susan. Mm-hmm. Was she the one that was also in the television series Rain? Am I the only one who's seen that? Probably. Yep, probably. Probably. Okay. That's cool. That's <laughs> I've got no idea. I like it. Um, so we will go around, and had you seen it or heard of it? Uh, I think I've heard of it. Like, I remember, maybe I saw advertisements for it back in the day, but I had never seen it. Okay. So. I had heard of it, but I had never seen it. <laughs> I had seen it, yeah. Okay. Um, I remember seeing it in theaters, and I loved it so much. I watch it regularly, and I'm the one who brought it to this gathering. <laughs> Thank you. Because I love it. That's adorable. I can't handle it. Uh, I think I saw advertisements for it way back in the day, but I never ended up watching it. So. I know that I had heard of it because the cover was familiar, but I had not yeah. seen it. Okay. Yes and yes. And then yes, we are doing this for you. And so, had you not been here, I would have like said sassy remarks about you missing. I'm really happy that plans canceled, where I could make, where I could have made it, Um, because I was really, really looking forward to this one because it's such a (laughs) dumb, cute kid movie. That's awesome. I had never seen it or heard of it um, at all. This doesn't even exist, and so, but now it does. Hooray. Um, does anybody want to take a stab at the plot? Oh. Yeah, guys, I'm funny. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good old, you guys really like this plot. Jordan, go. Uh, I was looking little at boy scene. moves to <laughs> Scotland with his parents. So dumb. And he starts having weird dreams about vampires and a certain crystal amulet. And his parents are just like, oh, st- oh Tony. <laughs> oh, child Tony, you you don't know anything. Uh, stop having nightmares and blah 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 blah. Uh, and then I don't. I kind of like ate a lot of popcorn and was on my phone a lot. <laughs> but at some point, he befriends a oh the little vampire. Uh, ah, that's the name of the movie. Yeah, flies into his bedroom. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. he befriends him, and he's like, oh, you're a vampire, cool. And so uh, they become friends, and the whole plot of the movie is them trying to find uh, this amulet to wish them to be human, to wish the vampires back to being human. Mm -hmm. Which I don't understand because I thought, it seemed like the vampires liked being vampires, so I was kind of confused why this was their end goal is to be human. No, No, they were so angsty about night and you never get to see sun and flowers. That was brutal. That's honestly probably why you're eating popcorn, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, And then they... Yeah, so that's kind of the plot of the movie is they're looking for that. There is a... The villain of the movie is like a vampire hunter who's just out to kill them. He's also searching for this amulet crystal so that he can use it to send them all to hell as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, make them human Making again. Them um, and so there's a big plot of stopping that. Uh, the coolest, like, most important side <laughs> thing is that the vampires are feeding off of the local farmer's cows and turning them into 
vampire cows, which I have dubbed vows. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say vows. So the vows are like hiding out of the barn during the day. I like vampires. Vampires. I was trying to think of like how do you do vampire in Holstein, but it doesn't work very well. I was trying to come up with a way to say like vamoose, but it didn't. It didn't. Work. I, I wanted that to work so bad. <laughs> but I bet somewhere there are vampire. Vampire moves. heifer of effer. <laughs> See, this is what we do, guys. We're um, doing the hard work for everybody. <laughs> which uh, ultimately culminates in the vampire cows, the vows, uh, saving the day mm-hmm. by stopping the evil guy in his truck where he, and then shitting on his windshield. <laughs> <laughs> so that he can't see and he drives up a cliff. <laughs> It's probably the best thing that could possibly happen in a movie. But I don't like the way the cow was laughing, like with the vampire. It was pretty awesome. It was good. Um, But good for them of having their little like funny side plot joke actually come full circle and play a part in the movie. No, legit, because we just watched whatever that like, why is this even here? Why are we doing this? This better come back around. Oh, it didn't. Cool. That's so great. Yeah. So... The vampire cars are probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, vampire cars like, are real good. I was like, oh, they're going to enjoy this so much when this happens. <laughs> and then the end? Uh, and then the end is a lot of them fighting over this crystal. The little boy rescues the crystal. The moon comes up again. And they say, and you know like what we comet. want? Yeah, the comet. So they have every to do it on a certain years. night because this every 300 years, this comet, like, you know, passes passes way. across the top of the moon, and that's what magical powers are going to activate the amulet. And mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, but the little boy gets the amulet, and they're just like, "Tony, we know you know what we want. Wish for it," rather mm-hmm. than just casually handing it over to Dad Vampire again and yeah. having an adult make the wish. Um, <laughs> no, but it's a kids' movie, so the kids have to be important and have power and things mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, and then he wakes up, and his friends are gone. And he's just kind of like, so where are sad. my friends? It's so yeah. sad. And then he sees them, like, I don't know. It doesn't actually we have a timestamp. No, yeah. there's no timestamp. There's uh, no time in We'll say, like, a month later, there's some... I think uh, it's the next day. The uh, the little girl and the little boy, the brother and sister vampire, are um, human and just out trotting around. They're moving They're into moving the in. castle next door. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Because everybody in Scotland lives in a castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right outside it's the farmer's market. Yeah. Um, and I forgot to mention this subplot, but the vampire girl who has a crush on Tony gave him a dead mouse and said, use this mouse and whistle for me if you're ever in danger, which then he uses in the movie when he's in danger and they come and save him, uh, which was a really comical scene of the two of them, like, uh, under a blanket looking like a, a really short, short pony it was with daytime. a metal hat and it was daytime so the vampires had to be under this blanket and they're just kind of like trotting around like it was great. Uh, yeah, left, right, left, right because that's what you do when you're... Yeah. Um, and so he whistles again and she's just like, oh, I do recognize you. Oh, and then they play. And, and then they're all friends. They're all friends again. And they all lived happily ever after. Yeah. And Tony is kind of a bully. Yeah. Um, He's like, we'll gets get bullied, that, suppose, but then he but... is a bully, but yeah. then this is not an opportunity to learn from our actions yeah. and to, like, be better people and to rise 2000s. above things. There was a lot of 2000 things, like, yeah. disconnected dad and, like, bully your bullies and, yeah. like... Yeah. Gifting mice. As and presents. gifting mice. <laughs> <That's so laughs> and like most certainly like eight year old 
kid love. Like, it was weird. Anyway. I wrote you a poem. Yeah. No, no one listened to it. Yeah. And no one listened to it. Mm-hmm. It was sad. It that was me as an eight-year-old. <laughs> Were you in love with everyone? I was in love with everyone. I was boy crazy. No, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, I don't know what made me think of this. That's okay. What was that Disney movie? Maybe it wasn't Disney, but what was that Disney movie about the little boy who gets uh, a million dollar check and he makes oh, a blank, blank check? Blank check. Blank check. Okay. The one I made For some you reason, get like, and this then movie... we watched. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> because I think the McElroys were talking. It's like someone was talking about it and I'm like, y'all, we're watching blank check and it's terrible. <laughs> it's like second rate John Candy, second yes. rate, um, what do you call it? Second rate Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. like second rate oh. everybody. And I'm like, yeah, this movie may have been good if they got the like people the legit actors that they needed, needed yeah. instead yeah. of like the dollar store instead the of the kid from Family Ties like no. don't just get the baby brother from Family Ties oh, are we still recording yeah okay good because that happens had a small heart attack because <laughs> we had gold oh my god does anybody want to add anything to the really good plot before I start going into my notes of things that made me crazy and happy. I liked the part of the subplot that like 300 years ago the amulet disappeared and went into the ocean and Uncle Vaughn was shipwrecked and found Elizabeth and turned Elizabeth. I've always thought that part was interesting. Okay. That could have been a nice story to watch too. So did Uncle John dive into the ocean and get it back? Was that the whole beginning scene? Yeah. Yeah. He dove into the ocean, he got it, and then... Washed ashore, she found him, pulled him into a cave, and they fell in love. And okay, because I missed all of that. Um, (laughs) Because we we open the movie and we see ancient vampires. We don't know when, Mm -hmm. um, because there's no time. No time stamp. (laughs) (laughs) It was just the day before, (laughs) but they're still in like uh, medieval like. Mm Gear. Aristocratic clothes? Aristocratic. <laughs> Wardrobe. Yeah. Wardrobe. Wardrobe. I'm going to go with gear. Okay. I'm going to get ready for an adventure, okay? Um, so you have them on the same cliff, and they're holding... It looks like the headpiece to the Staff of Ra. Like, mm-hmm. it straight up looks like the thing in um, Indiana Jones. And they hold it up to the moon, and then as the comet passes, it shoots a beam of light like mm-hmm. it freaking does when you take it into the Well of the Souls so that you can find the location of the mm-hmm. lost... Um, arc, but whatever. They're digging in the wrong spot. But they're digging. The Lux stuff is too long. Just my favorite line ever. Avencio, have you never seen Indiana Jones? Add it to the list. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to say. Add it to your list. Set it with your face. Set it with your face. Indiana. I, I really can't make faces at you from across the table because I didn't see any of them until like two years ago. <laughs> well, like, when he was, when he said the tap of raw, I looked at him like. <laughs> like raw, age. like yeah. Uh, our, I think it's our age, but um, it's RHA. Well, there are four of them. There are four of them, but we're specifically yeah. Uh, but we're specifically talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is the first one, which is the one I find far superior, and I don't like the other three. But whatever. Anyway, I was like going through my mental rolodex of all of the movies where that could be for a minute, and I was like, There's, okay. Is it Prince of Egypt? No. Is it Prince of Egypt? No. No, not Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, but he holds this head, like this little amulet thing, up to the thing, and it shoots a beam of light. But like, it gets interrupted, and like villagers come in and knock the the amulet out of his hand, and it falls into the ocean. And when it falls into the ocean, you see Jonathan Lubnicki floating on a bed <laughs> in the ocean, and then it cuts away. And so I didn't catch any of that. Um, <laughs> 
Well, they they come back to it later. Yeah, they yeah, explain the, the whole Elizabeth. I had to watch thing. the movie. I didn't even crochet, you guys. We were talking during that part, though. So oh, okay, there you go. I missed that part. <laughs> um, but he wakes up, and these are the dreams he's having, and um, where he's having these dreams because spoilers. We're jumping ahead. We don't know where the amulet is and where did it go. And oh my god! And then it's in his bedroom. It's which is under, why he was having the dreams. Which is why he was having the dreams. Um, it was hidden under the floorboards of his room specifically um, because as what well, grandma, aunt, chick, whatever, has the amulet around her neck, they're being chased by villagers. She takes it off when she's trapped in this room, puts it in a handkerchief, puts it in her purse, puts it under a floorboard, and then um, gets staked and she dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like you do. Yeah, like you do. And she's in, the, she's in some crypt uh, sharing a coffin with her, like, honey. And Can I have some clarification on that? It appeared yeah. that she was the only one in there that was staked? No, yes. they both did. They it was both. It didn't okay, look like he was staked, but she... His was more center, not okay. heart. Okay. Covered. So I was like, why did they only stake her? He was a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the vampire cows came from. Um, I think hers was just more center, and she was. Um, I think she was the, the focal focus. of okay, yeah. that makes sense. The okay. top of the casket was was kind of over him. Okay, him, so you really yeah. couldn't see it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they have to find this piece because they've been looking for three hundred years. Um. Guys, Scotland isn't that big. Um, <laughs> But whatever. Really slowly. But they didn't need to have the like. They needed Jonathan Lipnicki to be having visions because it was in his house. Um, and then they've been looking for it for three hundred years because yeah, when you hold it up, you get to uh, make a wish or something. Yeah. Um, and they're gonna wish to be human. Although my favorite line at the end was like, "I shouldn't have left this in charge of two little boys. I guess that's my fault." And I'm like, "Maybe, maybe you're right, Dad. <laughs> maybe you should have followed the two little boys and trying to find this nonsense. It's so ridiculous." Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have headpiece to the staff of Ra. Uh, yeah, they're new in Scotland, and he goes to a Scottish school, and we have two boys. It's like. Dad's boss's grandsons mm-hmm. go to the same school, and they decide to beat him up, and all of the other students are totally okay beating up, like, American kid. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Who's, like, a fourth of the size of everyone else. He's in the so tiny. He is so tiny. He's legit 10 in this movie, like, maybe 9, 10, depending on when it's filmed, but he is tiny. Yeah, he all of like these other kids must have been, like, 14. Yeah. They're huge. They didn't look 10. No. He doesn't either, but none of them look 10. Six. And then um, my also favorite line was the Scottish teacher. So he's talking about the moon and the comet, and he's telling the story of, like, mm-hmm. this thing that happens that's going to happen again soon. And that's when Jonathan Lipnicki starts ta- uh, starts talking about vampires and is just like, oh, yeah, the vampires are going to come do this, this, and this. And he's just like, again, our American guest is making up stories. And I'm like, <laughs> Scottish teacher, you are Scottish. Your national animal is a goddamn unicorn. Like, no, you are not judging. Like, sorry. I cursed. Yeah, it is. But you, you said the, it was okay. The national animal of Scotland is a unicorn. It's a unicorn. And it's something. it has something to do with, like, oh, I remember. There's some sort of a meaning. There is a meaning. Meaningful meaning. Yeah. There is a meaningful meaning. Hold on. Let's go. I felt like whenever they needed, okay, you're going to be playing a Scottish person. You need to sound as Scottish as possible. But there were some that were really bad. Like, how's your Scottish accent? Good enough. They didn't know yeah. it. It's horrible. You sound very British. There were a it's lot like, of very British, like the the, the like vampire boys. The vampires were, were British. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The vampire hunter was British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like he was trying to not be British. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Mm-hmm. So he kind of settled on this, like, 
in the middle of the sea between Ireland and... Generic European? It, yeah, like... No, no. Generic European? Yeah, <laughs> Thank you for completing my thoughts. <laughs> it's something to do with, like, their remaining unconquered. Um, oh. I, 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 like, I, like, I understood, but I really don't. <laughs> I like, what does this mean? <laughs> the oh. unicorn is believed to be the strongest of all animals, wild and untamed, um, that apparently can only be humbled by a virgin maiden. Um, something about (laughs) how that represents Scottish kings, and they were strong enough to tame even a unicorn. Because kings are virgin maidens. Anyway, there you go, Scotland. If you know, if you were in Scotland and you know. Uh, No, the only reason I knew that is because I had a friend of a friend who lived in Scotland, and then they sent me, like, their penny piece or whatever that has the Mm -hmm. unicorn on it, and then he made it into a necklace for Sarah. Doesn't Doesn't the official British crest also have a unicorn on it? Because they're... I believe so. They're... They've uh, absorbed mm-hmm. Scotland. I don't, I don't know that. Like, the Queen's Crest has a stag on one side and the unicorn on the other side. Yeah. They were like, I'm just going to take this. I'm going to take yeah. that. And when they said this, it was Scotland. This yeah. Is yeah. I'm like, that seems like something like that. Does. Like, we're going to take this, too. It's India. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a flag? Oh, no flag, huh? No well, flag. I got a flag. <laughs> Those are the rules that I just made up. <laughs> um... In the middle of all of this, we have our vampire killer guy, who is Vamp Killer Inc., and he straight up drives a truck exactly like McLeach from uh, Rescuers Down Under, and there is nothing not McLeachy about him. He is so McLeachy. He is so McLeachy. I was waiting for a giant, like, dragon lizard to be following him around and for him to just go, Joanna! (laughs) Yikes! Um... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it wasn't Vamp Killer Incorporated, though. Limited. 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 Sorry. Sorry. No, because we were making different... all these jokes of, like, the he half kills the vampire because he's limited. And, yeah. uh, that's funny. <laughs> he's not responsible for any actual undead, killing undead. Undead. Um, <laughs> But he's, like, this grizzled old guy, like, smoking a cigarette the whole time, and he's Cigar. got, like, a chitty-chitty bang-bang car that has, like, a drill on it. It's got a microphone on it. It's got, like, a corpse the holding Body unit order, like yeah. freaking it drives on the american side it drives on the american side Every it's, UV lamp ever. it's got uv yeah. lights that do everything mm-hmm. uh when you start it you have dun, 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 that plays that's amazing it's got its own fog machine to help with ambiance like it's really <laughs> the bat dog it had the, bat bat dog? Dog? the, the bat bat bobblehead bat dog, bat dog. oh yes yeah. it had oh, everything you guys that's my favorite i know <laughs> it may have been the best car <laughs> But he's a vampire hunter, and so he goes around looking for vampires and is just looking for the same family of vampires for however long. And it's, like, in his heritage to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Like his That's family, what he says. Like, it's a family business. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's said of family business. Like, oh. very briefly. When I think yeah. when he's talking to the old guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of the modern day characters that have the heritage characters in the flashbacks was the same. Uh, so, like, the leader of the angry mob chasing Elizabeth and Uncle Vaughn was the McAllister guy in... And, um... Okay. And the vampire hunter in the flashback dream at the beginning was the same guy. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because they're related. Because everybody's That's related. easy casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 300 years, we'll have the same actor be in a different costume. Yes. But Jonathan Lipnicki is super obsessed with vampires, and he his parents go to um, some fancy dinner. 
Um, and that's when we decided that parents go to fancy dinners a lot in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mother never once went to a fancy dinner. And yeah. I thought I would need more formal wear when I was a kid. And that is nothing I've been able to wear since. So we need to have, like, a formal vampire movie club night. Yeah. Bailey, I'm sorry I don't go to more fancy dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Neglectful babysitters. Because then that's yes. how you go on adventures. <laughs> I didn't go to sushi. It's <laughs> pretty formal. Okay. <laughs> do you wear dresses to sushi? No. Well, now you do. <laughs> now you got to start. I, I still have my progress. I'm ready for this. Because isn't that why, like, uh, Labyrinth, like, why Jennifer Connelly's parents mm-hmm. are out? Because they're at some fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. It's and a YA trope. Yeah. yeah, that the parents mm-hmm. are gone and parents are gone at fancy dinner because yep. they're important and like uh, whatever. <laughs> and also, when a stranger calls, they were probably at a fancy dinner. Probably, hook started this way. Yep, oh. the hook. Yep. We yep. almost stopped this and watched it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's in his room playing. He makes little fake teeth out of construction paper, which we all agreed should have been way soggier uh, mm-hmm. after how long he had had them in his mouth. He most certainly takes ketchup, squirts it, or like pours it because it didn't look like it was a squirt bottle. Uh, pours it onto his like little stuffed monkey yeah. gorilla guy and mm-hmm. like. Bites his neck Trump and pretends down. to bite his neck. And then he's got, like, ketchup all over his face. It's adorable. Uh, it's super cute and also gross because now you have ketchup all over your toys. Yeah. Uh, and ketchup is gross, but whatever. But a kid doesn't think about that. They just think about playing. I don't yeah. think about, like, cleaning yeah, up and making things gross. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that I thought about not making like, shit gross. Where's your sense of whimsy? Freaking in the dishwasher with the other dirty dishes because I don't want my child being all gross. I don't want my toys all gross. Ew, guys. Um, but the best part is, so we have a bat flying around. Why does he fly into his room in particular? Because he, was he, saw, he saw that he was a vampire and he was... That is right. Okay, so because it was just that. Yeah, yeah so he was looking for a place to hide. The fangs. Kid has fake uh, construction paper, paper fangs and cape. Kid and bat all, and the blood ketchup and all over his face. Fighting the animal too. That makes sense. It's, Those yeah. are reasons that a real vampire should be tricked by a human. Yeah. Everybody else seemed to be tricked by it. Well, <laughs> well and he was he was injured, so he was yeah. desperate and for the help. Come on. God, so bat flies in. Where's your sense of whimsy? <laughs> <laughs> in the dishwasher with the dirty dishes. I don't want my dirt my toys dirty. If they're dirty, if they're dishwasher safe, it's a really good way to clean them up. Just true. Yeah. Same or the because it gets raw. I'm just thinking like it was a, a stealth animal. Well, then you just put it in the washing machine. You have to put it in a pillowcase yeah. and then put it in the washer. Yeah. yeah. I've never washed. You can wash so many things in the dishwasher, like mm-hmm. cones and glasses. And hats. They make they like, make like sunglasses. If they're dirty, you can put them in the dishwasher and yeah. clean them. Mm-hmm. Vencio, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, you could also no clean. And wipe your glasses off. <laughs> no, that's not enough. Retainers? Yeah. I don't I've never had one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you guys go. Cool. So this is the How to Wash Things no. podcast. <laughs> um, but we, um, yeah, he comes in there and is thinks that Jonathan Lipnicki is a vampire. And he's like, brother, uh, whatever. And then he spits out his teeth and he's like, you're a human. And I'm like, no, he was not tricked by that. But apparently everybody is tricked by Jonathan Lipnicki's amazing acting as a vampire. <laughs> because amazing. even the McLeach guy yeah. was like following him around, confused by this kid, like trying to like- What kind uses, of bloodsucker are you? Yeah, uses the like UV cross that he made and it doesn't work on him. And oh, 
Guys, kid movies. <laughs> also, the UV cross appeared to be making its own sound effects. Yes. Yeah. Did it have lightsaber sound effects? No, no it had it the... It had dramatic music. It had the... Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We had that. Um, it's all over the place. Uh, what else do I have? We have vampire cows. So, yeah. Kids really... Kids really, uh, like, hurt. And so he's like, do you know where there are any cows? And Jonathan Nicky is just like, yeah, I do. And like, trot, 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 pulls him in his little wagon to the farm next door. <laughs> they find a cow, eats the cow, and then cow becomes vampire cow. He becomes a bow. Bow. Yeah. Bow. Uh, I believe that one was named Betsy. Is that one Betsy? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Because Betsy. <laughs> one of the next scenes we have is the... He's not a sheep herder. What is he called? A cow herder? Dairy, dairy, dairy farmer guy, maybe. Uh, he goes out into his pasture and sees, like, four no, of his cows, cow not five of them, goes back into his little barn and sees cow inside. And he's, like, try- cow's trying to stay away from the sun. And he's just like, okay, whatever. Shuts the door. <laughs> and then the cow's eyes glow red. And then that's how we know. But the you vampires know. don't have glowing red eyes. Well, no, because they're not cows. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, Rudolph did have like red contacts on. Like you, who did? Rudolph. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did not notice like, that. Like the yeah. scene where he's like listening to um, his mom and um, Tony talk, and he's like kind of creeping in. When they zoom in, you can see the red contacts. Yeah. Huh. They got it. Those two got it. They didn't glow. Like, the other ones glow. glow. But also... You need to make it obvious for the cows. Mm -hmm. Because you can't just pop... You can't contacts into a cow's eye. I feel like they're not trying. That's probably the easiest thing ever, because their eyes are huge. They have huge eyes. I'm sure they would like it, too. I'm sure they wouldn't even freak out, and they would just sit and wait patiently for their... For their uh, shot, and I'm then, sure the removal process for those contacts would be really simple too. Mm-hmm. I don't think you guys just like your whole hand. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know anything about cows. I am from beach towns. <laughs> um, oh, those sea cows! Oh, we have sea cows. <laughs> I love sea cows. Aren't those seals? No, they're manatees. manatees. Oh, okay. It's yeah, those are cute. Too. We didn't have manatees in my beach town. Just hanging out, walking down the street. We didn't have any of those. Um, but what do you call it? No, kid is totally getting bullied by school. Okay, kid gets bullied by at school by these two older kids. They're huge compared to him. Mm-hmm. And then um, once he befriends, uh, I called him Vampire Rufio because he had like, <laughs> hair and jacket, and that's why we started talking about Hook. <laughs> Another reason we started talking about Hook, yeah. which is appropriate though, because his name was Rudolph, and it was it was Rudolph, and so- that's the Rollo Weeks guy. I'm yeah. like, what a name. Yeah. Uh, I want my name to be Rolo. Those are delicious candies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to be named after delicious candy. There's your sense of whimsy. There it is. <laughs> found it. Peanut butter Twix, Shannon. Um, so what do you call it? They're flying around. They're having all these adventures. And then kid is like, let's go. Or I'm having problems with these kids at school. Go scare them. And so they fly over to their house. And then they scare them. And then the next day at school, the kids are super scared of them. And Jonathan and Nikki, instead of just like, well, they were mean to me. Maybe I shouldn't be mean back. And maybe we should all be just nice effing people. Uh, and he's like, here, hold my books. Here, hold my backpack. And, like, snaps at him. And they follow him around. Like, a, like ugh. He's a bully. He's a bully. Yeah. He's no better than anybody else. And he's just dick. He's being a dick to them like he was, like they were to him. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's a cycle of violence that never ends. Uh, what else do we have? 
Uh, does someone want to talk about the really awesome whistle dead mouse scene? That was gross. <laughs> um, little girl, little vampire girl who's in love with Tony gives him like a token. And it's a dead mouse. Um, from the old country. This is from the old country. So weird. opens it up and it just happens to be like a perfectly preserved dead mouse. <laughs> because again, we don't know how old it is because there's no, no timestamps. Time uh, <laughs> but it's from the old country. I thought I thought you meant Whatever like it's a tradition from the old yeah. country. Not ah. like the mouse. That would make more sense. That, that makes mouse much more sense. Mysteriously not decomposed yeah, after 200 that's years. A, that's yeah. a beautiful because mouse. Because isn't Scotland their old country and aren't they in Scotland? Right? So isn't this just con- country? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like it was a tradition from the old country. This, like, is, from, this is a country mouse. Old country. That prior, makes prior so much more country. sense. Yeah. This country mouse worked better than the city mouse. Okay, um, yeah, we all learned something today. But she she gives him this this mouse as like like a protection ward or something along those lines and then tells him that if he ever needs anything that he can just whistle you know how to whistle right you know how to whistle, right? <laughs> so <laughs> weird uh, he did not whistle well no. he didn't most no. certainly it was dumbed in later yeah it was really good post. <laughs> they fixed it in post um and yeah she taught him how to whistle we're just like you know they're gonna lean in and like kiss kid kissed so I know that I feel like that's this famous line from the movie like it you know is. how to whistle right what movie is that from? I want to say Casablanca, but to be honest, I've never seen Casablanca. I just think I know that that's a reference from Casablanca. <laughs> Somewhere John is like, guys. He's tripping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, No, I don't want to say it. It's been a disturbance in the movie. Uh, I want to say you're probably right, but it I've is. Seen it. It's Lauren Bacall. It's her greatest scene, apparently. She passed away Tuesday, but this was an oh, article, sad. hold on, from August 12th of 2014. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I mean, still sad. Yeah, but... I was like... That's... The, I, just, I just found out the woman that played um, uh, Jonathan's mom uh-huh. in this movie, she passed away last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it was during to It was Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart, so there you go, in 1944's To Have and Have Not. Mm-hmm. Um, in which she was 20 and she was paired with an aging Humphrey Bogart. Oh, um, You know, like normal. You know, uh, their connection was immediate. Their chemistry electric. Uh, <laughs> no, what do you call it? They, she has to, he's, his name is Steve, a fishing captain from France. Uh, <laughs> that is the most French name I've ever heard. Yeah, right? And then her name is Slim. And then something <laughs> about... Yeah, something. You don't have to act with me, Steve. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. Not a thing. Oh, maybe just whistle. You do know how to whistle, don't you? Steve, you just put your lips together and blow. (laughs) There you go. It was that movie. That is the opposite way to use a straw. They referenced a couple different movies, because they also did the Shining one. Uh Uh-huh. Um, when what's his face was breaking he's through Johnny. the door, but instead of here's Johnny, he just said, "I'm coming." I'm We're coming. just so cool. <laughs> oh, <ew>. Bye. <laughs> um, we also have a really weird scene where Mick Leach is trying to find the vampires, and he like finds their crypt. It is at night. Mm-hmm. It is at night when he is vampire hunting, and they're in their crypt. He's fishing. Oh, vampire fishing. Well, it's not... It, it is the fishing scene. It's the fishing mm-hmm. scene. Uh, it's the fishing scene, and he's like... He has the the graveyard keeper, mm-hmm. like, on a rope, and is lowering him into the crypt, <laughs> and then they put the lights down there, too. But it's nighttime! Yeah. 
Why are they in their sleep? They were, they were sleeping in. It was a hard day. Yeah. No. Could have been a weekend. It could have been. Yeah. I tried to sleep in this morning a little. I don't believe any of it. <laughs> I mean, they've been looking for this thing for 300 years. Maybe they're just a little depressed about it. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to get out and of And they're just, like, yeah. still sleeping. <laughs> uh, yeah. Five more minutes, Mom. <laughs> Five um, more <laughs> I think it's interesting, too, how he wasn't just, like, trying to catch them in that scene. He was very specifically trying to get a human bit mm. because the Lord wasn't going to take him seriously since there haven't been any local bitings. Yeah. And so he set that trap just so that somebody would bite the yeah. groundskeeper. And oh, yeah. emo, emo brother bit him, and then Gregory, Gregory, Gregory bit him. and he got he needs to a, find the lost boys. Yes, <laughs> he does. He got put in a straitjacket and muzzled because he apparently can't contr- can't control himself. That mm. was so weird. That's just uh, good parenting. It was very Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> it was super. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. If you bit somebody, I would absolutely put you. <laughs> <laughs> the things you learned at the Vampire Movie Club. You're welcome. I just so don't say that I really liked how, like, chapter like, four, a couple of scenes where uh-huh. the Lord goes over to the parents' house and tells them, like, hey, your son's also a vampire, so you might want to stop him. <laughs> um, yes. And he gets back in his car, um, and then you see the gravekeeper, um, like, Behind his car, ready to bite him, but that's that's it. That's it. We never yeah. see anything. Oh, that's know right. what oh, we don't. Oh, yeah. I wonder okay. if it's in a deleted scene. So we have um, like vampire parents show up at human parents' house and totally like half seduce parents um, <laughs> because dad human was just like hey, and then human mom was just like hey, <laughs> and they're like in this weird little trance and. Um, yeah, old man neighbor comes over in the middle of the night and is just like, your son's a vampire, hands him, like, an axe and, like, a <laughs> hammer and is, like, telling them that they need to kill their son. And this is when dad decides to, like, be a dad and, like, stand up for his kid and is like, absolutely not. I will not even finish your golf course if you're going to tell me to stake my son. So go away. And we're the just stakes like, aren't high enough for that. Uh, <laughs> we're like, thanks, 90s dad. You're so good at this. Um... And yeah, they're just doing that. And then most certainly they all get in their car. A uh, little vampire mom and dad get in the back seat of their like little SUV thing. And then they drive off. Mm-hmm. And then um, neighbor, grandpa, boss guy is in his car. And he's like, they aren't human. They aren't aristocrats at all. They're vampires. <laughs> and then yeah, most certainly Dilophosaurus in Jurassic Park style, we see Gravekeeper Horror? pop up in the back seat and then nothing ever happens. Do we ever no. see that guy? Again? I imagine he was no. like, Drive. Do we ever see either of them again? I don't no. think so. I don't think so. I, I thought we saw the, the gravekeeper guy again at the cliff. Mm, I, I think we thought we should because he's a part of that clan, but did we right. ever see him show up? No. I don't, I don't recall. recall. I don't recall this either. But I really want to know if it's a deleted scene that it Maybe. did something and then it just wasn't. Yeah. Maybe we just have Dilophosaurus references, so we're just supposed to assume that he got attacked. <laughs> um, but they're driving toward the cliff. Um, and little boy Rudolph Vampire and, um, Jonathan Lipnicki are totally in charge of finding the amulet, and they're gonna figure it out, and they found everything else, so I guess it's a kid's movie. Um, <laughs> but then they all go to the cliff, and, like, everybody comes to the cliff, and they start doing the- he starts making this whistling sound. <laughs> it's like a thing that he's spinning around, and it makes a woo-woo-woo sound. Yeah. Just like that. It's Vampire Dad's necklace that holds the amulet. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Gregory stole it when he ran away. That's to the right, cliff. he did. And he then sound only the vampires could hear. And vampire dad was real pissed about it, where he's just like treachery. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then Vampire Mom was like, no, he's not like that. Mm. Yeah, it's really good parenting in this movie. Yeah. Um, so the whole clan goes to this cliffside. They find the amulet. Then they're going. And then that's when McLeet shows up and stops them and kidnaps the little boy. And he's just like, you could have just pushed him and taken mm-hmm. the purse out of his hand. He's tiny. Just knock him over. But no, pick him up. Throw an inflatable jumping thing out the window and then jump onto it. But it didn't actually do anything like break his fall. And it was the size of like a dinner plate. And uh, it would have broken his old man McLeach knees. So uh, I did not agree his with McNeese. that. He's McNeese. Um, Where can I get that? that? <laughs> he falls down. Ah, my McNeese. <laughs> but he wasn't Scottish either. No. Yeah. He was. No. no. He was British. There was like three Scottish people in that movie. Yep. It was the teacher and those two little the boys. Two, the two little boys. Yeah. That's it. And the nanny. The, or the oh, yeah. babysitter. Oh, yeah. Scottish people. Yeah. <laughs> and the grave guy. The grave They were five. <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. And even the... And the farmer. Shit. Six. Yeah. But I think the farmer, I think the farmer guy, he, um, I think his Scottish accent was fake. And he never said anything that wasn't cow-related. Yeah. Betsy. (laughs) Sarah. His elation of his cows coming back, though, was the cutest thing. It was really cute. And he hugged them, and it was um, That was pretty adorable. So do we know why, oh, I guess uh, McLeach was going to the cliffside to put the amulet in his necklace, Mm because he also has the same necklace that Mm -hmm. Dad Vampire has. And then if you put the two together, then it'll send them straight to hell. Um, so he's going to the cliff to get rid of all the vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, Rudolph and Tony, like, take over. And he's like, turn up the lights. And he pushes the buttons and it turns up the lights. Mm-hmm. And then McLeach is constantly trying to, like, like mess with this kid to, like, get him to stop messing with his stuff. And then he's like, oh, driving all over the place like a kid movie, like, villain would. Mm-hmm. And then, um... With a windshield full of cow poop. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So then, as we're driving toward the thing, he's trying to get the amulet, uh, 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 fighting. And then the... And this is when we have the demon hipster chicks cows come in, because they're gray with glowing red eyes, and they most certainly look like the demon hipster chicks from mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim. It was amazing. But they're demon hipster cows, and they're just blocking the road. Uh, and then that's when we have little boy vampire, like, telling the cows to go and attack. And then they start to, like, fly over, but then they, like, woo, they fly out of the way, and woo, fly out of the way, and then... And then, yeah, far, or poop right on the windshield. <laughs> and there was a yeehaw in there, too. And yes. there was yeah. a yeehaw. Yes. What music were they playing during that scene? Fly oh, the Valkyries. Oh, it was a Valkyries. Yeah, like, this yeah. is not, I mean, maybe it's thematically appropriate, but also maybe not. <laughs> But we have these cows that are going in and poop on his windshield. Oh, goodness. And now we have smeary cow poop all over the windshield. Um, but it's okay because he starts, like, uh, Tony raises his hand up and Vampire Kid pulls him out of there. And he, Shh, guys, he's got the amulet. He did a switcheroo. He did a switcheroo with the dead mouse. Which, like, mm-hmm. at least the dead mouse came back. But I don't really know why you need to switch anything out. Just freaking take the amulet and run, dude. <laughs> this yeah. is a lot lighter than an amulet. Dead mouse! <laughs> two very different shaped feeling things. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think that was necessary, but whatever. It came back around somehow. Yeah. Talking about... It tried. One thing that I just thought of is that other, the live rat or whatever that was like on the outside of the crib. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why did that rat know to go and like lead us to the secret door, which is where the crypt was, which was... 
That was weird. He was a vampire mouse. But we don't. Rats. Uh, I, I don't know. That was but weird. But no, most certainly yeah. we had a little rat roaming around and like Jonathan Lipnicki got like trapped inside a uh, coffin thing mm-hmm. and then he saw a little rat and then he got out and then the little rat starts scurrying around and finds another little hole to be able to crawl mm-hmm. through and they're just like, look, this isn't a wall at all. And then that's when they were able to find the mm-hmm. secret tomb that has, what, what's her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh, good job. I did not catch that at all. <laughs> I've seen the long. movie a time or two. <laughs> or eighteen. And then they like, uh, and then they get it open, and then she, the necklace doesn't even have the amulet on it. Uh, but touching the necklace gives him visions, which we established earlier when Dad Vampire and Kid are like holding hands or doing something. They're touching his necklace. Oh, okay. That holds the amulet. And then they were both using their really good. Uh, seeing a vision acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them had really good seeing vision acting. Uh, they were terrible. Like, Jonathan Lipnicki's eyes were, like, rolling back in his head, and he, but not really. He was not looking in... up. <laughs> exactly. Well, his, but it was his, like, eh. You guys can't see vision, my good face. He's having a vision acting when he grabbed the necklace was to just, like, stand there and shake. Yeah. Yes. It was, it was really 100% a poop face. <laughs> <laughs> like, 100% kid poop face. Um, so yeah, Jonathan Lipnicki's safe, and McLeach drives off the side of the cliff with the blimp attached to him. Because mm-hmm. with the, when the manure was on him, he was going through the, he broke through a fence and through the golf course and crashed through a McAllister sign and... Yeah. Saw the McAllister Picked sign. up the... Just blimp on the way. Just picked up the blimp. That's fine. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Uh, So then he very slowly, maybe that's so we know he doesn't die, because he very slowly, like, he's now buoyant. Yeah, goes into the ocean because his car is attached to a blimp. Yeah. And then we have everybody collected, and then they're just like, is this uh, when he has to make the wish after McLeach comes back? Because don't they try to do it at first, and mm-hmm. the comet's mm-hmm. coming through, and then it gets interrupted by the blimp, because yeah. <laughs> now the blimp is raising up, which is cool. And then McLeach is here again, they have to fight, fight, fight. Um, and that's when Dad, like, decides to step up, right? <laughs> he just, like, casually yeah. pushes him off a cliff. Because he punches, uh, both the human parents punch, punch, uh-huh. and then vampire dad pushes him off the cliff. Yeah. No, human dad, vampire dad. Human dad. I thought it was human dad punch. Because it was, it was a little ridiculous. He just... Casually push like because yeah, I knew he got lost about like kung fu and then yeah. he was just like because like, he hits him first his... and shakes his hand yeah he did like... that and then mom punches him yeah and then I backs I him up remember. or something and yeah. then just like boop right yeah. off the cliff like, like punching MBT. punching a human being is casual one thing but like murder. just casual murder off yeah. the edge of a cliff but it's off like, screen we don't know yeah. it's on screen well yeah. okay I guess his dying is off screen but the very distinct pushing him off the side of a cliff is on screen yeah we didn't stay for the post credit scene where he's climbing back up I'm not quite there I'm alright. Uh, I could so, really use a sandwich. So then Jordan had the best line ever. They're like, Tony, you know what we wish for. And then instead of just like getting the amulet from him, he's two feet away. He holds it and then gets to make the wish. And Jordan, what was his wish? I think you're thinking about rollerblades, but that wasn't me. That was you, wasn't it? No, that was me. Bryn had the best joke ever. Bryn had the okay, Shannon cut all this. Bryn had the best joke ever. <laughs> so he's holding the amulet, and what does he wish for, Bryn? Well, it wasn't rollerblades, which was really, which was really upsetting. He should have um, wished for rollerblades. Yeah. That would be 100% a kid wish. Like he has like a million Nintendos and. 
puts your rollerblade. Like, yes. Oh, sorry, vampire friends. <laughs> exactly. You want to play Nintendo though? <laughs> Early, in Nintendo, movie, duh. Early in the movie, he had talked about how he wanted to be a vampire. Yeah. Like, maybe he makes himself one. Yeah. I was secretly yeah. that is not what's gonna happen in a kid movie, but like that would have been amazing if he's yeah. like, I wish for me to be a vampire. <laughs> and then his family joins the vampire family, and then we all ignore that the vampires wanted to be humans, but then they all live happily ever after being vampires. <laughs> it's okay because we have this tiny ten year old. Now we have now tiny vampire uh, Cersei and tiny vampire Jen- Jonathan Lipnicki can go be vampire like boyfriend girlfriend. That's, that's adorable. Uh, Early Twilight. <laughs> so no, he wishes that they're human. So he makes his wish. Uh, most certainly, the way they're holding the amulet makes it look like they're holding the sonic transducer from uh, Rocky Horror. Uh, and so we're just like they return to their beloved planet of transsexual. <laughs> and it was really great. Uh, yeah, in the studio of San Francisco. <laughs> Yay, guys, Rocky. Um, is there anything else about this movie? What's I, up, Bailey? Um, during, like, when they went into the secret coffin uh-huh. area, there was, like, a curse, and they're both like, we can't go any farther. And then, like, the drill, like, mm-hmm. broke the part on the coffin that had the curse, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the curse was Broken. That's all you need yeah. to do is break the concrete that the <laughs> yeah. is written on. It was literally broken. Like. And and the thing about that too is that it was Jonathan Lipnicki who said the curse is broken, not the vampires who could actually feel the curse. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was like, oh, take your word for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that was weird. Kid movie. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> because it. conveniently, uh, McLeach was just drilling all over the golf course. He was looking for her. Her crypt as well. Her crypt, yeah. Yeah. Well, there were holes everywhere. He was there. Like, yeah. he just had to go down one of the holes, and he would have been there. Oh, this is when he has the microphone. Yeah. yeah. And then that's yeah. when he learns, because right. um, they, um, so yeah, the drill comes down, breaks the curse, and all the chains, because tiny little Jonathan Nicky is trying to break the chains, and he's like, darn it! Oh, we man! Need a miracle. We need a miracle! <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, dang chains! Like, <laughs> and this drill comes in, yeah! And he hides behind, like, a fence post, and we're like, that's safe. Uh, and it comes down and crashes, and tears up all the chains, and tears up, and, like, breaks up all the concrete. Um, but then because there are chains wrapped around it now, that means the whole drill, like, misfires and starts sparking. Uh, and then they're able to, like, go in and look. And when he touches the necklace, that's when he has the vision that it's in his room. But McLeach totally, like, put the microphone down in the hole, and so he was able to hear that it was there as well. <laughs> You guys, this guy is really good at vampire hunting. In the no vampires that he killed. His skills are limited. I had an issue with Vampire Dad, and I'm trying to remember where it was. Um, so at one point, um, when when McLeach is like is is fishing for vampires, and they're all still sleeping during all the mm-hmm. vampires sleeping during the night for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, he drops a like a large like a big lamp like a big UV lamp uh-huh. down there, and blasts all of the vampires with all of this UV light. Oh yeah, that was and, really good. And they all yeah, and they all recoil yeah. and they're hiding behind things, but they all hide right behind Vampire Dad who like puts out his cloak mm-hmm. and just stints. Didn't I tell the elbow you in the face? <laughs> no, she was just chopping you. Oh, she was helping. Yeah, um, she was on the story. Thank you. <laughs> um, but he throws his cloak out 
and just stands there while all vampire family is recoiling behind him, but he just stands there and takes the full force of the mm-hmm. UV light. Um, Instead of, like, turning around there no, or is, leaving. Was that the only choice that this guy had? Apparently. I, mean, I don't know what the layout of this room was. Maybe Jonathan Lemnicki was right there. I also feel and like yeah. maybe on the other side of him though. Like maybe they were in a corner. If this has been your house, if if you were a group of vampires who has been living for centuries, is there really only one way in? Uh, do you not know the layout of your house? They were staying with. Maybe you could have gotten gone somewhere else. This was in the because, graveyard though. Wasn't yeah, that it? was not mm-hmm. in the basement. Graveyard. And it yeah. was. Oh, it was in the basement. Uh-uh. Okay. It was this series of events that led them to the cellar because now okay. that the house was compromised, but. I mean, there were, like, there were things you could have hidden behind. You didn't have to stay behind Vampire Dad while he takes the brunt of all the UV light or whatever. Yeah. And I think they were trying to illustrate that he loves his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think they also needed him to be weak so that uh, brother, like, son vampire and... Um, Angsty goth. And Tony needed to, Can like... steal these things from him. Save the day. And that they the needed to save the day because Dad wasn't, didn't have capacity anymore. But they did take him to get cow. So yeah. they did. Yeah. They did take him to Cal. Right. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. No, it's. I get that it was a plot point. I just don't Ugh. like it. I'm not like saying it was a good plot. I'm just saying I think that's maybe what they thought. No, there's a whole lot of stuff in there that I'm just like, yup, this is a kid plot point. Yup, this is a kid plot point. Kid plot point. But they all came back, and like the cows helped at the end. It wasn't just like some silly thing to have like glowing red eye time or like each piece mm-hmm. kind of came back and helped in and that's better than some of the movies we've been watching where we're just like why are they doing this this isn't even mm-hmm. like they ah they don't do anything with it so you gotta give kid plot points credit that they're doing and yeah, okay. and super of course like it's dumb that like god the kid needs to save the day but it's kid plot point like yeah. kid movie kids have to save the day dad has to be compromised somehow um because, like, other dad is just dumb, and vampire dad <laughs> is... Vampire dad is also real angry. Like, yeah. the dads are just angry, and the like, moms are just I kinda, like... Mm. I kind of figured he'd get incapacitated in some in some fashion. I just... Not that way. I didn't like the way that full arms across my chest. I'm grumpy mm-hmm. about it. That's okay. Uh, do we have any other points about the little vampire? I love it. <laughs> That's fair. I just love it. That's okay. <laughs> You're allowed to love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. What are we at? Oh, dang. Cool. So, we can go around. Did you like it? Would you recommend it? Uh, I mean, it was a, it was a kid's movie, and mm-hmm. so it felt like a kid's movie, but, um, I think we, we pretty much hit everything yeah. that really indicated that it's not a bad movie at all. Like, and so, if you're into vampires and, or, like, you're into vampires and you want to, like, watch something with your six-year-old nephew, like, this is a great <laughs> movie mm-hmm. for that. Yes, I think it was fun. I'd recommend it. Cool. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Um, I have watched many a kid movie in my day. Um, <laughs> it's Bailey's fault specifically. Not your other two children, only yeah. hers. You're the only one here to look at. So. <laughs> um, but and there's some really, really terrible kid movies out there. That, and but this one was wasn't terrible. I I recommend it. I liked it. Cool. Um, I liked the movie. So yeah, I would recommend it. Cool. Awesome. It's got kid th- like kids thumbs up. Yeah. Bailey approved. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a Bailey approved. She's like, learn thumbs up. She's like, I don't know. They don't say that anymore. <laughs> I'm not hip, you guys. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I. It's a good movie. Um. 
and I'd recommend it. Cool. So. I definitely would recommend it a million times over. I love it. Um, I I do legitimately just watch this on like a, I've had a bad day. I want something to make me smile. That's cute. I love it. Awesome. Um, I think if I would have watched this when it came out, I would enjoy it today. But mm-hmm. right now, um, didn't really care for it. Like it was sure it was amusing and sure it's a kids movie, but I think. There are plenty of, like, really, really good kids movies that doesn't have the simplistic dialogue, but Mm -hmm. still has all of the depth. And so I think that saying, oh, it's like blowing it off and saying, oh, it's just a kids movie. It doesn't need to be those things. But Mm -hmm. seeing kids, some kids movies out today that you're like, Mm -hmm. wow, it does have complex language and interesting thoughts and, and more depth to it. So... Uh, that's kind of where I am with this one. It, it was, sure, it's fun, and it's always fun to talk over, um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's where I am. I probably would recommend it for, like, kids. I, I mean, I would say I'd recommend it for kids, but, uh. No, you're absolutely right, though, because, like, we just watched, uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 recently, mm-hmm. and that was just a good movie. Yeah. Like, we right. just really enjoyed it all around, and it didn't feel like... Oh, we're, but this one just feels like, oh, we're watching, like... A kid movie. I, and I know mm-hmm. it came out in theaters, but the dialogue and stuff and the way it was shot, it almost feels like a made-for-TV yeah. Disney movie. Mm-hmm. I, do, yeah. I do feel like just having... Again, I, I watch a lot of kids' movies because I have a lot of kids. Um, but the... I have three. Um, don't know about the other children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody else here, she probably has the most. I have, I have more than the average. Um, <laughs> What's the average? But... <laughs> <laughs> are two, two, two point five, I think. Two, two and a half. Two, I have more than two and a half kids. Well, in this How room, would you have a half kid? Uh, that's a really good question. Though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> your youngest isn't your youngest kind of short. <laughs> yeah, for now, for now, give it time. What's the average? But, <laughs> These are all good oh, questions. She's got three times as many kids as I have. Yeah, that's right. That's Same. Um, <laughs> yep, I have three times as many cats, though. But the... <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Wait, but, um, but, but she has zero cats. That makes no sense, because anything times zero is zero. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> we can't um, have cats. It's not fair. I know we can't have cats. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> The gosh dang it, totally derailed. Uh, just the substance in 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 kid movies now is is way different than the substance in kid movies um, at the time that this movie mm-hmm. right. And I was made. That. Like, there's yeah. All of a sudden, filmmakers have been like, oh wait, kids are intelligent and they can understand they complex have, things. You, you can understand mm-hmm. these complex things, and we can put mm-hmm. out movies that have um, real emotions and real. Real, um, real subject matter and things right. like that. So and good lessons learned. Exactly. Not like be a bully. Not be a bully yeah. to the people who yeah. have bullied you. Exactly. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, said, I thought it was cute. Uh, it, as we said, it's definitely for like like younger children. Not like when we watched Cirque du Freak, we we're like, yeah, if you were twelve, like I'm sure this would be great. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say more like eight is mm-hmm. probably where this is more aimed at. Mm-hmm. But it's 100% worth it just for the cows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the cows are great. The cows made the cows it. Are, yeah. So I'm going to interrupt about the cows. So all the vampires turn into humans and we're like, so what are the cows going to turn into? Because uh, they're part of the Because they're really good joke cowboys. Uh, what are the girl cows? So? Cowgirls are things cowgirls. too. I know. I'm just saying you can call them cowgirls because they're not 
Boys. Yeah, but uh, I they can be called everything. I just read cow. You don't know. <laughs> Shannon, it was a good joke. Yeah. Thank you. It was, like, it was a really good joke. It was a good I joke, laughed. you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but they just turn back into the, their regular selves. Yeah. So they just turn back into cows. So I was hoping that he wished for them to all be human, but I think he just wished for them to be back to normal. Maybe. Yeah. It would have been Maybe hilarious if they were like all humans, seven, yeah. seven humans just chewing hay in the barn the next morning. Yeah. It's like, what do you do, do to my cows? <laughs> Sarah? <laughs> yeah. Um, just don't try no, to but every them. time we. <laughs> what? <laughs> she said, just don't try to milk them. <laughs> um, no, every time we, we get to the. We have it's an fun. intro of the farm. Uh, we see like the pasture, and then we have music that's dun 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 dun. And so Stephen and I were just like, oh, it's there. There's like, it's almost Adam's music, and we were very excited. And then it wasn't, and then we were very sad. Uh, anyway, they would have vampire cows, though. They would yeah. have vampire cows. If anyone were to have vampire cows, it would be, it would the, be Adams. the Adams. Cool. If it's you. All right. So I'd right, say so this really fast because I gotta go. You gotta go. Um, leave. Yes and yes. Um, this was kind of my suggestion to do this movie, and because it's just a really cute movie, and I'm really glad that most of the people here liked it. Most. <laughs> um, my, honestly, like the movie's worth it for for the vows because it's it's just so ridiculous that we have we have vampire cows. It's so, so ridiculous. I, I like my vows. I love it. Okay, leave. Bye. The part where they're hanging upside down. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're hanging upside down in the barn, and there's like, and they didn't. Well, I want to say they didn't overuse uh, like animation, but they did. They did. Um, and it wasn't good, but no. it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. It wasn't good, but it wasn't. It's about terrible. the same equivalency of the CG cow and Twister. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But that was like 1992. And we had better, we had... They had eight years to improve. That's how they got him to hang upside down rather than just floating <laughs> down. So just like... It probably didn't have a super huge budget because, no. I mean, like, the top billing actor was a 10-year-old kid, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 35 million. Okay. Was. Jesus. Yeah. Is how much they made or how much they spent? How much the like budget, budget was, yeah. Wow. I had $35 million. Wow. Right. They only made 13, though. <laughs> oh, damn! Oh. Oh. That's not enough. I was thinking this was like a... Five million dollar budget, the way it was, but I guess they had a lot of castles and stuff. But they had yeah. castles. They have a lot of like on location. They have like a lot of. They're. I don't know. The vampires' costumes weren't bad. Yeah, no, they were um, nice. You know, that makes sense. I guess the teeth weren't terrible. Yeah, the teeth weren't I was terrible, expecting, except for like Jonathan Lipinski's little cardboard teeth. Yeah. But I was expecting really bad teeth. Yeah. They, well, I they think, weren't bad, though. I think they couldn't talk in them because baby Cersei had teeth and her mouth was just open, like, bleh, yeah, the she whole time. clearly was post-dubbed. And she was dubbed later because she could not talk with her fangs in. Mm-hmm. And her mouth was yeah. just, like, hanging open the whole time. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, I thought the movie was fine. I don't necessarily think I would watch it. Uh, just, like, on a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> but if my niece came to visit, um, <laughs> I would probably let her watch it because she likes Vampirina. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so this is a nice segue to, like, get my little niece into loving vampires even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we release the uh, Hotel Transylvania episode, she has email- she messaged me mm-hmm. uh, a review. Her review? <laughs> uh, Hotel Transylvania. Yes. Oh, it's really freaking cute. Um, and so, yeah... I don't know how old my niece is. This is what we determined yesterday at Shrek is that I don't know how old my nieces are. So my seven to nine year old niece, uh, cause I don't know how old she is. Um, 
Ah, uh, she would watch it, and she, I think she would have a good time, and I think she would get a kick out of poop on the windshield. Because <laughs> uh, she's also apparently a 12-year-old boy, because she's way into, like, poop and fart jokes. Uh, what is being shown? What? They did they remake it? this in movie. 2017. Oh, the animation form. Animated, yeah. Is it oh. on my list? Wow. Oh, you have to watch it again. I really, really, really want to see this. But it's like animated. It's yeah. like yeah. claymation, yeah. right? No, 3D. Oh, it's a 3D. Computers. Wow, balls. Guess who's adding a movie to their list? <laughs> uh, so now we are at... This is Steven's fault. Sorry. But we, but we still haven't pulled out the ones that might be. I haven't pulled out maybe porn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't cared yet. You haven't... <laughs> Except for that time that we thought we may be watching porn. <laughs> uh, where is it? We're at 747. Ooh. Okay. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Little Vampire 3D from 2017. There we go. This is Steven's fault. This is never going to end. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, fantastic. So that was The Little Vampire, the 2000 movie starring Jonathan Lipnicki and no one else we know except the Borg Queen uh, and that guy from Game of Thrones. Cool. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, I feel like there's John and Mike just yelling at us because apparently they're probably very, like, important actors. And we're just like, I don't know, Borg Queen chick. She's fine. Well, then they should have been here. Um, so thank you for joining us, everyone, and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Vampire Movie Club or on Twitter at Vamp Movie Club, and you can tell us if you've seen The Little Vampire and what wonderful things you like about The Little Vampire. So if you know if you've seen The Little Vampire, come tell us about it. And yeah, we had Boise's Cutest Gay Couple review us on iTunes, so thanks, guys. Um, so what do you call it? Thank you. Do all those things. We would also like to thank the band Caravan of Thieves for the use of their theme song, The Funhouse Entrance, from the album The Funhouse. Go get it. Woo! Uh, is that all we got? Cool. No new vampire business? Awesome. I've not learned of any new squids. I have no, there are no new squids. We have a lot of vampire memes running around, which are quite fantastic. <laughs> yes. uh, cool. Thanks, everybody. Don't suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful world if you look at a glance. It's a dream if you stare. It's a scream. If you wait in the line every time By the day you should die You'll have waited your whole life Cool, we're gonna pause for a second, Fran You can take your microphone down if you want Can you make it a little closer to your body? Zoom how? There you go That's better That's glorious Talk to the logo, yeah Yeah, don't talk to me To the corgi butt Yeah Talk to the corgi butt Cool. Like look, it looks like a little quirky butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the that's the symbol for uh, quirky butt. butt? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the symbol for how the microphone.